Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, this podcaster named Sean Allen. ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast. ASAP, another uh, Sean Allen podcast. <laughs> On Friday. Uh, it wasn't me. It, it, it was, uh, you know, how they say, like, when you be drinking, you two different people. That was <laughs> Billy. This is Josh. <laughs> no, that was, that was cool, though. No, it was fine. It was fine. It was just... ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast. You new here, follow wherever you listen to podcasts and support us by leaving a five-star rating. And if you're watching us or want to watch us, go to patreon.com forward slash A-T-A-R-A-S-A-P. Let me sit up a little bit. We'll try this again because uh, <laughs> I was lit on Saturday. <laughs> but I got Joe Billy here, man. Joe Billy, what's up, man? Man, what's up with it, man? Happy to be here. How you doing, brother? I'm cool, man. Just trying to be like you, man, and get my paper up. Man, I'm still trying to get my paper up, and I am me. <laughs> no, you good, man. You good. Let me introduce you again, though, man. You, you're a songwriter. You're a father, uh, producer. As I told you on Friday, you were, you're a good troublemaker, Got this new joint out, UDK. I want to say UGK, but you don't know. So, how did you get the name Joe Billy? Uh, I got the name Joe Billy originally. Okay, so long story. It, I'm a. It's actually a pretty good story that a lot of people right. don't know. So, for one, when I first came into the game, I was Joe Wonder. Right. And that was Josh over everything, and then I just added Wonder to it because it just oh. sounded like some Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was Joe Wonder. But then I was invited uh, to this one. I think it's called a debutante. And it was uh, for yeah. D.L. Hughley's daughter. Her name is Tyler Hughley. And uh, she had needed a uh, date for the debutante. So uh, I was her date for the debutante. And while we was there rehearsing in Beverly Hills and all this kind of stuff, I seen this one dude that just like, I'm going to be real because like even in school, like as a sociology major, we right. learn about how, like, we we come to a self-realization in society as humans. Right. Um, right. And with that being said, like, we learn a lot from other people, whether that is people we know directly or people that we sort of live vicariously through. You right. know, it's all based on observation. So long story short, I came up with Joe Billy's 
because uh, I seen this one dude that just, he was able to just light up the room, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he had the personality, he had the dudes laughing, he had the charm with all the girls, and his name was Joe. And what's crazy about that story is, like, that was before, you know, I had my, my uh, how I said, like, before I was pulling, like, bad women. Right. And women that had their shit together and stuff. Because, like, <laughs> right. I ain't going to lie. Like, a lot of the girls I used to date had their shit together way before I had mine. Like, I've literally learned from a lot of the women that I've dated. You know what I mean? Just, like, right. some just, like, only thing, you know, black women, they nourishing. That's all I date. You know what I mean? So, it's just, right. like, I've learned a lot from this black woman. So, anyway, long story short, he used to pull up. Hey, I had his girl pull up in the bins, pick him up, drop him off. He is skirt off and just looking fresh as hell. And then no lie, I was just like, man, I want to be like a Joe. So I named myself right. Joe Billy, J-O-E, Joshua, everything. And then I came up with Billy because I really like Bill Gates. You know what I mean? I was just like, man, he Macintosh, he's an entrepreneur, he's rich as hell. So I was just right, like, right. man, I want to be a billionaire too. So I came up with Joe Billy, Joshua, everything. Oh, and one okay, day I want to okay. be a billionaire. Yeah. So that's I how never, I came up with that. Uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates is a billionaire. Billy, billionaire. Oh, why? Yeah. I never thought of that. That's dope. That's dope. So that's how you got the name. I was born in Charleston, West Virginia. I was oh, wow. raised in Stafford, West Virginia. Then I, my mom moved to L.A. And uh, I sort of grew up in Long Beach. Um, right. At my, my young age, I went to like Signal Hill, Stafford Elementary, and then uh, from there, went to L.A., Lemur Park. So I went to Audubon for a little bit, like one year. Uh, then I went to, like, sort of Hawthorne, Lawndale area. So I went to Bud right, Carson right, right. for a year. And then um, my high school, I went to University High School in uh, West West L.A. Oh, so and you're from all over of L.A. You're from Long Beach, South Bay. Man, they yeah. the place I ain't been in this motherfucker. <laughs> Every part. <laughs> yeah. Every part. And you graduated from university. I graduated from university high school, yeah. Okay, okay, that's dope. And how long you been doing music? Man, I feel like I've been doing music, like, for, like, dreaming of music forever since I was a kid. But, like, right. really professionally in the field, I say, like, for sure, like 2009, 2010. Okay. Was it always singing or was it was every a little bit of everything? Nah, honestly, it started off on some musicianship and um, it started off on, like, you know, producing uh, for okay. sure. That was my strong point once I figured out how to make tight beats. Your inspiration growing up. I remember what you said on Friday. You grew up listening to everything from the Backstreet Boys to... Tupac. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that like your music, your music influence is pretty diverse. And when yeah. um I'm listening to where you're from and all the parts of LA you're from, you grew up in a pretty diverse environment. And it yeah. kind of reflects the music. You know what I mean? Are the musical influences? So I think primarily listening to your music, being familiar with your music is R&B, you know, hip-hop, rap, you know what I mean? Urban, urban market. But it does have some pop elements to your music. And then listening to you on Friday talking about your influence, I'm like, okay, all this stuff kind of makes sense when you speak to someone and get to know, like, the artists. Um, So I think that music diversity, that diversity of music 
you know, it, 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 I can hear it in your music, is what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know. But like, who who did you want to be like besides Michael Jackson? Definitely Pharrell, man. Like off top, Pharrell was like everything I want to be. I mean, just his creativity, just his aura, uh, right. what he was doing from just hip hop to NERD to like he right. was definitely a major influence. And honestly, I only have three top major influences. I would say him, Timberland, and uh who's the third dude? I was just thinking about bro. Let me turn this out. But um yeah, so I would say Pharrell, Timberland, and why well, can't I think of the third dude right now? That's so crazy. <laughs> It's gonna come to me. it's gonna come to me, but like I felt like those two. Oh, Kanye, I'm tripping. Kanye. Oh man, yeah, Kanye. Kanye. I'm talking like through the wire, Kanye. I'm talking. Like, okay, because I'm like Kanye yeah. kind of been lost for a minute. Nah, but when he was found, like I'm talking that Kanye, he was just like a major inspiration. Like the shit he was saying, nobody was saying during that era. Like right, you know, and he and like that's why like when people be so hard on him right now. I'd be like, he always been this way. Like, he always going to say the things that nobody uh, else is thinking yeah. to say. Like, you know, so I just, I like him for his outgoingness, creativity. Like, you know, now that I'm getting older in the game, I don't necessarily know if he produces the way that, like, I produce in the sense of, like, actually playing keys and stuff like that. Right, right, right. But I think he's more of, like, a DJ talent, like, Telling yeah. people what to do. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 Like one of those visionaries, like, oh, you need to sample this or we're going to flip right, this. Right, right, right. You know, he's not necessarily playing the keys or, you know, doing that kind of stuff. So it took me a while even to understand that part of producing. Like, what did he be doing? Like, that still is producing, you know? Right. But it's just, it's, it's a different formality than just playing keys and coming up with melodies on your own. You know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, man, I would have to say Pharrell, Timbo, and uh, Kanye West, man, Kanye. top three. Yeah, I, I, Kanye or Timbo, Pharrell, of course. But I, Kanye West, I don't even know if Kanye West is in my top five. What? Wait, I got to ask you why you say that. Very sample, sample driven, sample heavy stuff. It's, I mean, that's what he's kind of, that's what he was known for when he first came out. And yeah. I mean, that's not that impressive. You know what I mean? Versus Timberland and Pharrell, they were in there making original music from scratch. Facts. Facts. You know what I mean? Um, so the, the respect is just a little bit different. I think every six songs from every producer sounds the same. Like every producer have a templates of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Kanye West to me had only three sounds, like three templates. Like every three songs will sound the same. Versus, like, with Pharrell, the Neptunes, and Timberland. Like yeah, Elvis. all that shit was different, yeah. Yeah, so... They had you know a sound, I mean? but it was different, every song, yeah. 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 And then, like, Timberland, uh, is, he's the GOAT, man. Timberland was, like... Because Timberland was the only one who would make music... Timberland was making rock music. Like, Timberland was making songs with Duran Duran that you didn't know was a Timberland song until you yeah, looked yeah. at the notes. You know exactly. what I mean? And, um, I mean, Timberland did some, some spaced out shit, some shit with Beck. Uh, just, just 
Nelly Furtado. But so, so like the Nelly Furtado stuff and the Justin Timberlake stuff is pop music. It's Timberland. You can hear Timberland's elements in it. So it's not too far fetched from what we know of Timberland. But when he was jumping out the window doing stuff with like Beck and Duran Duran and fucking um, Chris Cornell, it, it was completely left field. You know what I mean? I'm gonna turn you on to some of that shit. Um, For sure, because I don't even here. know who I don't even know who yeah. Beck is. Join Allen. You're pretty open about this. You're a single father. You got two sons. How old are they? Mm-hmm. Uh, my son, my youngest is ten, and my oldest is twelve. But they about this year. They about to be. I'm about to have an eleven year old and a thirteen year old. Congratulations to that man. Thanks. But how do you end up being a single father? Like, how does that? We don't hear that. That's not a thing. Yeah, and so when I say single father, I mean like okay. I'm not I'm not with their mother, right? Like, okay. Yeah. So I don't necessarily mean like I don't have I haven't had partners that you know help me out tremendously oh, okay, through my right. journey, but I just mean I mean you know they only got one mom, so it's just like if I don't have her help in doing it, I feel like I'm a single father, you know. So is she not present in her life? I would say respect to her. She's present in the sense okay. of like when she has them for like the little summer breaks and stuff like that. Right, right, right. But on the day to day financial, it's all me. So, okay. Yeah. So, how do you manage a career, school, fucking three homeworks? Because <laughs> you got Man, three I homeworks got- to do. You got to, you, you know, you got to do your shit. You got <laughs> right. Oh, well, I mean, they could. They should be old enough to do their own, though, right? I mean, you if you trust your kid to do his own homework, <laughs> that nigga about to fail everything. Like you gotta make sure you over the overseer, making sure that shit get done. So you right, it's you, like three homeworks a day. <laughs> you're a producer. You you're an yeah. artist. You're a full time student. You know, entrepreneur, business owner, and you're a, and you're a father. How do you juggle all that? Like, how do you find time for that? Man, I feel like there's no, like, I'm not the most planner-driven, organized person. Right. But I feel like I just wake up and do what I got to get done. Like, you know, it's got to get done. So there's 24 hours in a fucking day. There's a way to get shit done. You know, there's not no, I don't have, like, a strict plan or, you know what I mean? Oh, but two to four, I'm doing this. The only thing that is a plan Monday through Friday is, like, they get out of school. Sometimes they get out early, but you know the after-school programs for LAUSD right. they there till six. So really, yeah. I got from eight a.m. to I dropped them off to six p.m. every day. And mostly right. at the like after-school programs, they mostly make sure the kids do their homework first and oh, stuff like okay. that. So it's just about me following up when they get home. Like, hey, did you do your homework? Hey, let me see. You know, did your teacher right. give you something to give me? Blah blah blah, stuff like that, and then. You know, communication with the teachers, man. I, I have the utmost respect for teachers today. I mean, they get underpaid. Um, they're not appreciated as they should be in today's society for some weird reason. Well, in America, anyway. Right, um, right, right. But they really hold the fort down with communication, letting me know what my kids are struggling with, what I need to work on, um, you know, behavior issues, stuff like that. So I would say just... You know, with that, that's pretty much all the help I need, man. And, you know, I got God. And um, when I say God, I mean, I just, you know, he keeps me grounded. He keeps me, like, having kids for me, it gives me a higher purpose, man. 
you know, because yeah. if I was just out here worrying about myself every day, I'd probably be fucked up. Like, you know what I mean? Drinking, right, 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 right. living life, and, you know, I'll be wild. It's like, I can't do that shit. I really can't be, you know what I mean? Like, I have to be uh, coherent. I have to be able to drive, get them. I have to cook every fucking day. Like, I don't fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's a lot. I, I, I love it. But it's a fucking lot, for sure, man. It's not easy. But for all the dudes out there that's listening, it's doable, you know, and and it's possible. And and it's something that, you know, we should all do, you know. You know, not even if you got a woman at home. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's beautiful. That you have somebody there every day cooking and helping you out with your kids. And that's what, can we be real? That's what most men have. Most men aren't taking on the day-to-day pick up, clean up clean right. clothes, cook dinner. Like, that shit is a lot, bro. And I really do yeah. every day. <laughs> I can't even take care of myself. And I'm like, this thing is got kids. And I'm like, what the fuck? But, they're, but the good thing about it is they're kind of old enough to mm-hmm. kind of, like, fend for themselves. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I don't have babies. Yeah, I don't have no little yeah. babies. Need a diaper change. Got to do it. I'll be like, go take a shower. Put your dirty clothes in the basket. Eat your food, right. go to sleep. Like, yeah, so it's pretty simple now. Yeah. Is that why you like are like an overachiever? Because you don't have to. You go. To, you're 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 at UCLA now. You're a full time student. Mm-hmm. You could kind of just throw in a town and be like, man, I'm done with the school shit. I already got the bag. I already got a career. I already got you know songs with fucking Mac Miller. Rest in peace. We'll go through yeah. your resume later. But is that is that a reason why you kind of like? overachieve or kind of got a bunch of like goals at the same time i feel like man there's no such thing as overachieving i feel like man in america today especially as a black person you gotta get everything you can fucking get while you're alive every second of the day man i mean i'm not the type of person to put like all my eggs in one basket you know like music is cool i'm not gonna sit here in front like sometimes i want to give up you know what i mean but It's I gotta find that meaning to keep me going, and that's in everything. That's in I'm gonna be real. That's in being a dad. That's in going to school. That's in you know being a friend. That's just every element right. of life. You gotta find a reason just to keep going and to to elevate. You know what I mean? So it's like I definitely am not just satisfied where I'm at right now. You know, like even with the little placements I have, like I still feel like I could do more. I feel like. You know, it's only a matter of time before I have the right opportunity to elevate higher than, you know, where I'm at. Because there are people that are doing better, and, you know, and that's always I a mean, good inspiration. Speaking of your placements, though, like, what was the first big placement you got as a producer? My first big placement was uh, the joint with Nipsey Hussle. It's called In Between This featuring K-Camp. It's on this cash. Now, BS bezel my row. Perfect my row. Focus my mind. Now, unfortunately, I was a young, I was like 18, 19 years old. Um, I didn't know the business. 
Uh, I was rocking with produced by TAC, and this ain't no diss to nobody. I mean, I put the blame on myself, but right. you know, like uh, I just didn't know the business side of what I was doing and contributing. Um, right. I was working with people that had a name, that had the connections, and you know, they were making me feel like I was a part of it, but you know, on paper. It was just pushing their name, right, and right, uh, right. I was getting paid on the back end, and I didn't even realize it. Like the dude, the head dude at TAC at the time, he was just giving me fifteen hundred here, fifteen hundred there. Now I didn't have a job, so that was like what? That was like, a lot of money. Shit. Yeah, you know, free studio access. I'm in the hills, overlooking the whole city of LA. I'm feeling like I'm somebody, you know. And I'm, I'm telling, oh, I do music, I do music, but at the end of the day, you know. That little 1500 was nothing compared to what they were taking from me. Right. As far as his credit, notoriety, and all that kind of stuff. So, like, I'm from Lamert Park. I'm from 52nd of Budlong. That's like 10 seconds away from the marathon store where it was and shit like that. Yeah. You know, by the, by the, uh, you know what I, by the uh, slots and swap me and shit over there. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I grew up over there, bro. So it was right, like, right, right, right. For me to even get a song with somebody legendary like that, man, it's just like, for me, I'm going to be real. For me, that was enough. But in this business, that's not enough. You need the credit. You need your name attached. You know what I mean? All that kind right. of stuff. So to answer your question specifically, that was my first big one that I got and how I came to pass. I was at the barber shop with my boy C2. He was cutting me up. And the song just came on. I don't know if he was on Pandora or whatever, but the song came on. I heard it. At first, I was like, yo, who is this? Like, it didn't hit me right away. It was my shit until, like, after a couple, like, he kept rapping and shit. I was like, bro, I fucking produced this shit that's playing right now. Like, right, is right, this right. on radio? What the fuck? And then it was crazy. I called the produced by THC dude. I was like, bro, like, I'm hearing this song on the radio, blah, blah, blah. He was like, oh, I forgot to tell you. Congrats. Asshole, like you know, like come wow. on, dog. like you already knew this was in the works, bro. But that's, that's, that's shady, though. Okay, what was the first one that you got your your full credit on, though? Uh, the first one I got my full credit on. Um, those were more so independent right. shit. So it was like with Saya, Shaq and Living. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I produced like a couple of her first joints that were pretty major for her. Um, then I met Tank. I got one with Tank. He right. paid me, cashed me out. He hasn't released it yet. And, you know, with these things, I don't know if he's going to release it, whatever, you know, if he can release it tomorrow or not next year or some right. shit, you know, but he, uh, he paid me for that. And then I just kept meeting people in the industry that were just working and, right, you know, right, they would right. cash me out for my intellectual property, which was melodies and, you know, my beats. Um, and then, What's even crazy is the Mac Miller dude, uh, not the Mac Miller, but uh, the dude that uh, stole my credit initially for the Nipsey joint. Mm -hmm. He shot the beat to Mac Miller before he died and released that joint on a mixtape prior to it being officially released on all DSPs. And that was something that I got my first like official credit for. But honestly, my journey has been like most more so of a ghost producer up to this point. To right, be one hundred percent transparent, yeah. Right, right, right. Who's your your dream collaboration? Dream collaboration. I mean, I already said it. Kanye West, man. Today in two in twenty twenty three. I mean, 
That's a good question, Sean. So if I had to. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. To say today, today, man, I mean, I don't feel like there's a lot of inspiring artists out today. There's to not. 100%. There's not, right? You come there's from not. my area, so there's really not. I don't feel like there's a lot of artists that makes me be like, oh, I want to make music. So I base my choices off of the people that did inspire me to make music that are still at present. So uh, Dream Collaboration today, somebody sort of relevant. Dead or alive. I'm saying Kanye, bro. Kanye, today, yes. Kanye, motherfucking billionaire West. Yes. Yes. I mean, we kind of got into it over Kanye about that. We have, we have. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, y'all, whoever listens to this podcast, Sean is my arch enemy when I be wilding on my social media posts. He will come after me and not let up. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like I tell you, like I tell you, you don't back down. You say the craziest shit, but you be <laughs> 10 toes down in it. And that confidence comes from being self-made and the hard work and, you know, doing your thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh you don't back down. And that reminds me of me because I be I know I say some crazy shit. I have an unpopular opinion. You know what I mean? Let's do this. Cause y'all kind of messed me up on these, Friday. You ask you asking these trick questions, man. <laughs> hey man, we, we had a whole show planned out on Friday. Y'all niggas came in there and hijacked the whole thing. That was fun <laughs> as hell though. We're gonna release some of that too. So if y'all watching or listening, I got Part about two, two hours. Part two, I got two-hour uh, video and audio of these niggas in the studio on Friday, drunk, <laughs> high as fuck. <laughs> but let me ask you this, Sam. 
So this is kind of our icebreaker. We usually do this at the beginning of the show, but since yeah. everything's been fucked up with you, <laughs> we'll do it this <laughs> way. Okay, so this is this or that. I ask you, I give you two choices. You pick one. Prince or Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson. Why Michael Jackson? The greatest of all time, period. He didn't play no instruments, so. He didn't, but we're not talking about that. We said which no, one or the other. No, no, no. Just, just who? who I, I'm all. If all I can have. Wait, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, wait, wait. Speaking of Michael Jackson, the reason I'm going to pick Michael Jackson is because one day I got a random call from my uncle Lonnie Burrell, and he was like, yo, uh, I got somebody that heard your beats and he want to meet you. I was like, what? I mean, <laughs> nigga, like, why you calling me in the middle of the day for this? I mean, but he was so legit, I knew it right. had to be somebody of high regard. So he right. hits me. He says, like, meet me here, pick me up, and we're going to drive to the studio. So I pick him up, link with him, boom, 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 made him at the studio. It's Teddy Riley. And oh, wow. Teddy Riley, yeah, and he follows me to the day. That's Uncle Teddy. And uh, when I got to the studio, he was playing a couple of the records that Lonnie had wrote to my beats, and he was just like, man. And he said this to me, and I, this is sort of why, like, even if I don't have, like, those high accolades that, you right, know, other right, niggas right. have that make them feel relevant, it's like he literally – Took me to the store. He talked to me. He was like, man, I know people that got, you know, that sound that that are going to be upcoming and groundbreaking in this game one day. He was like, bro, you got it. He was like, bro, like, I love your music. I love how you, you, you're producing. Right. He was like, you just got to keep making music. And I was like, man, I'll never forget that. You know what I mean? He had some real niggas around. Rashad McCants, he used to be in the NBA. Um, I ain't going to speak. Or why he ain't in the NBA no more, but you know, I was just around some real people that heard that. And like he didn't call Lonnie to the studio. He didn't call right. Rashad. He called me because he was right, a right. nigga that produced for Michael Jackson, Black Street, all these niggas. He wanted to meet me. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like that was like that's why I gotta choose Michael, man. Cause it's just like that's how that's the closest I've been to Michael, technically, from a creative right. standpoint, Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley, man, he's – I never bring him up when I think about, like, when I do my little top five list or whatever. But yeah. then having these conversations, I look back, I'm like, that nigga really was, like – it was the first of uh, the fucking super producer to mm-hmm. me, Teddy Riley. You know what I mean? I know there's production deals between labels. Yeah. I don't know if they do it anymore. But I am more than certain that Teddy Riley was one of the first producers who was in production deals with labels. They just yeah. wanted songs from him. Because, and the fact uh, that he's still rich today proves it. Yeah, like, yeah, he still, yeah. I don't feel like he produced anything relevant, but he's still relevant somehow. Like, he living yeah. good. Teddy Riley, <laughs> man. Okay, Pharrell or Timberland? Pharrell. Okay. Why, Pharrell, why not? Listen, Timberland is the GOAT. So, like, I feel like they could go, like, 50-50 each. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's they're right. not really higher than each other. But I say Pharrell because Pharrell really puts that on the little musically. Like, looking at how Timberland produced now, he got teams of producers coming with sounds. Yeah. Like, Pharrell really was creating fucking sounds. Like, just now, him Timberland and was back... Timberland was back in the day. He don't now, though. He don't no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was just, I don't know, man. I'm a Pharrell fan. Fronting, 
bro, that record fronting is my. I can listen to that a million times a day. Right, like right, right. when that came out, this like. Bro, he is who I aspire to be. Like, he's a producer, yeah. writer, artist. Like, that was my first glimpse of, like, okay, you could be a dope producer and you could be an artist and you could be a dope yeah, songwriter yeah, yeah, yeah. and you could be, you know, you could work with everybody in the game. Like, the Neptunes, I think they catalog at one point in the 2000s had like 90% of the radio. Like, yeah, yeah. no other Yeah, no other producer. I was there or from day one. Yeah. I was there from day one, man. I was clocked in. The moment I heard fucking, so I I didn't know who they were before, but the yeah. moment I heard that uh, Mace looking at me, I was I was that was my shit. I didn't yeah. know who they were though. I didn't I wasn't even looking at producers like that. But right. I, but what really captivated me when is when I heard that uh, Noriega Super Thug. I'm saying, what the fuck is this? Yeah. This is some crazy shit. And did you hear 19... that song they had with Baby Baby Face? Uh, there she goes. There she go. Oh, yeah, man. I'm about to. Yeah. I ain't heard that. Man, I'm about to bump that after this. All that shit. But I think the Ooh. Neptune's hardest shit, though, man, is Young Fresh and New, the Khalees one. You remember that? Oh, dude, what they did with Khalees in general was hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was it was just killing. out of this world, man. Out of this world, man. I mean, that's my that's that's my childhood right there. It's, Timberland exactly. and the Neptunes, man, following all that shit, you know? Exactly. Wow. But I think peak Timberland better than peak Neptunes. So you talking about Missy Timberland? Uh, so, I, so I think Timberland has, like, three eras. Timberland has, like, Aaliyah and Missy and Magoo and Gene Wine and all that, that time. Yeah. Then yeah. he has the Nelly Furtado and Justin Timberlake. Yeah, that just the Timberland. Yeah, that was. He tough. has everything kind of in between. You know what I mean? Carrie I mean, Hilson. When Timberland was on, man, Tim Tim was on. Tim was on for sure. Pac or Big. Man, uh, I'm not gonna hold you. I listen to more Pac than Big. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad I'm you from, said that. Yeah, I listen to more Pac than Big. My family listen to more Pac. And listen, and to I really like too. Pac. Yeah. Like Notorious Big only got like thirty songs, like forty songs, if that. Nip or Dom Kennedy. Nip, Dom Kennedy sound like he just talking over beats. But I like I like a couple of his joints for sure. Like from West Side with Love, uh, When I Come Around. I like I I used to listen to Dom for sure, but I'm definitely like more excited to hear Nip for sure. So run it up or you don't know. Man, I'm going to choose You Don't Know. I mean, I feel like You Don't Know. I can do you better than the last one. You should know. Man, if I had a million dollars just to put it on marketing, get it on all the radio stations and shit like that, I mean, I hope it don't fall on deaf ears, man, because I feel like this ain't what's out there like it right now. In this era, this is coming from an independent... You know what I mean? Artist, producer. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's a good quality song. Like, and it's yeah. uplifting women. It's telling women that are with just like, you know, dudes that they not 100% satisfied with. It's like, 
and you got a good vibe. And I was like, baby, you don't even know what we can build, how I can be supportive right, of you right, right, compared right. to what you experiencing. So I just feel like you don't know for sure overrunning. That though that era of Billy, when I came up with the Billy show and those type of songs, that was me just trying to figure it out. It was my first run in music as an artist. Right. But I, I feel like I'm seasoned now. Like I've learned so much right. from different people and it's like you don't know has a it's a vibe to me, bro. I could yeah, I was just it's a I was listening to it on my T V sound system in my car, through my head. It's just hits. Like and I produced it too. Right. right so it's right, like right. I always used to feel as a producer like, okay, even if they don't like the song, they gonna like the music. Right. So if right, you, right. Or, or if they don't like the music, they gonna like the song. You're like, you know what I mean? It's one or the other. Right. It's a package. You know what I mean? Choose, choose your preference. But yeah, you don't know for sure. You don't know. So, what was the process behind that though? And we talked about it on Friday, but yeah, we're gonna talk about it again. What? What's the process? Like, you wrote it first. You came up with the melody first. You had the beat first. What was that? So I'm. So it, it literally happened on the same day. So uh, I made the beat with my boy Sam Sully. He added uh, the extra drum productions. I did all the melodies, and uh, just the way he added that bounce with the drums to the melody. Uh, me and my boy Tiz, we just came up with the hook, and then you know I recorded it on the spot. And then, you know, he came up with his verse. And that song is featuring my boy Tibbs, too. I want to shout right. out to A. Tibbs. Uh, he's on the first verse. Um, and he came up with his thing. And he's a dope-ass engineer, man. I feel like the way he could just sauce my vocals, man, he can make me sound good right. on anything. You feel me? So shout out to Tibbs for real. Um, but we came up with the hook. He recorded me. He came up with his verse. And then it took me a couple. It I came up with my ver. We did the song in 2019, so this oh, ain't wow. no. Yeah, this ain't no shit that I just made yesterday. This is some shit that was the beat, the hook, with his verse was done in 2019. I just recently, as I'm trying to get this, you know, my new album stuck to the plan together. Um, I, I always knew I was gonna come up with something crazy for my verse for the song and. I feel like from a creative standpoint, it definitely is one of my best efforts so far. And I feel like it's pushing, you know, I feel like I'm not trying to cut off from what you asked me. I feel like I do rub people the wrong way sometimes with how I come off socially. So it's just like, I feel like I definitely am getting a response, but it's not as big as it could have been if I would just, you know, I don't. You get what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't think. That, I don't think that. I don't think that. I don't think that you're. Uh, I don't think you being brave is hindering you. I think that it. I don't think it hinders you because the product is actually good. It's not like you're putting out trash music. You're putting right, out right, good right. shit. You know what I mean? Who is that girl on a cover with you? Is that the girl that was at the studio on Friday? Nah, nah. Uh, oh, that's man. Z. Z's on the cover. Uh, she's one of my homegirls. Uh, good friend you know what i mean just a oh. beautiful girl um and she was just you know down to like the whole thing wasn't like i didn't want it to be like some uh you know just let me hire pay somebody to be on it like i wanted to be somebody that knows me somebody that hung out with me you know somebody that right. i got some type of chemistry with so right. it was just like even if you see the promo of it for the song it was like you know we really went out and just hung out like it wasn't no 
action type of, you know, thing. It was just like, we just having fun. Normal Saturday right. type shit. And um, we shot the cover the same day after we was gotta, leaving the club. <laughs> yeah. You got a visual coming out for that? Definitely going to have a okay. video for that, yeah. You know, if I got six, seven people that's supporting this song, that's right. seven real people I can invite to a show. That's seven right. real people that, you know, I could be like, hey, I got some merch. Which you, can you, you know what I mean? Like, it's a right. build and it's going to build. Like, I believe that wholeheartedly. Like, you know, I ain't dropped music in two years. So it's just like, for me to expect a million plays in a week or, you know, that's just sort of unrealistic. Right. I got to figure out a way as an entrepreneur to get this to more people that actually like it. You know what I mean? I had, look, right. one of my, I'll say this surely. And I'm going to call his ass out because he's one of my best friends. My boy Darius Graves, man. He in the Navy doing his thing. He supported my first album, right? Every song. He was tweeting me. He was at the Navy having people do challenges to it, all that stuff, right? You Don't Know came out. And, you know, I, I hit my people up. I'm like, yo, the song just came up. You know, you can go buy it, leave a review, blah, blah, blah. This fool said, oh, you know, I got to be honest with you, bro. I don't think it's your best quality of work. He was like, uh, you know, it's not what you, your normal standard of Joe Billy and all this stuff. And I'm like, nigga, what? This is my best song. Like, you ain't even um, creative in music talking about quality. Nigga, do you know how much I paid to get this mix and master? And by who? Like, what do you, what do you, in my head, right? In my head, I'm getting defensive. But at the same time, I was like, well, after I got, after, you know, I said some slick shit back to his ass. But after, <laughs> after I said what I said, I thought about it. And I was like, man. And I texted him. I was like, bro, you know, I respect your opinion. Because at the end of the day, this song is for women. More right. so. I mean, it's a song men can listen to. And I feel like, you know, they, you know, you want some fly shit. You got a fly show. You want to go out on a nice date right. in Malibu or something, PCH. This is something you can for sure play in the whip. And I don't think she's going to be like, man, turn this shit off. But at the end of the day, it's like I had to I had to take my opinion out and just listen. Because he, right. he wasn't saying I was trash. He was just saying the song ain't for him. And that's okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's cool. So I feel like at the end of the day, man, like we just have to, like, God got a plan, you know? And it's just like, as creatives, like, there's no way I go in the studio and make a song and say, oh, I just want to like this song for me. Like, I have right. dreams of the, the, the having a sold-out concert or having millions of people like, oh, you don't know, you know what I mean? Like, I have dreams of people right. loving the song. So it's just like, I feel like that's going to come. Like, no matter how long it takes, I feel like as creatives, like, when you look on social media, you put that pressure on yourself to where it's like, oh, I got to be successful right now because this person just dropped a song and he's on billboard right. or this person just dropped a song. He's top 10 or yada, yada, yada. Like, man, at the end of the day, if God gave me this vision, if God gave you this gift, if God gave you this creativity, it's for a purpose. Like, you know, you don't know who this song could touch and uplift, you know what I mean? Around the world. And that's, what's cool about being on all DSPs where people from Japan all over the world can listen to or tap in or discover you. Because it's like, you never know who this music is really going to touch. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if we look at it from the 
the Hollywood business perspective, oh, how many streams, how many followers you got? Man, fuck all that. At the end of the day, I'm doing right. something without somebody giving me the resources to do. I'm doing this because it's my passion. It's something that right. makes me feel alive. It's something that I came up with the cover art. I paid the graphic designer. I paid the mixing engineer. I recorded this my takes a thousand fucking times to get it. You know what I mean? Like, there's right. a bigger reason than mainstream success while I do music at this point. I'm, you know what I mean? Right. My kids love my fucking music. My son <laughs> is like, oh, my dad, when he be telling his little friend, oh, my dad is Joe Billy. My dad is Joe Billy. They're like, who is Joe Billy? <laughs> and, you know, they come up to me, are you Joe Billy? Eli's dad or Brad's dad? And they're just like, man, this shit is cool. Like, my son TikTok, he got all my songs on his TikTok. He's singing to and dancing to and it's just like, man, when I look at that, and he could sing. He could sing. Like, he oh, wow. really got a, man, I got a song with him on my album called Star. He, that little boy could really sing. I mean, his <laughs> mama, I, I'm going to give her a credit. One, she could sing. Like, Gab, her name Gabby McDonald, Gabrielle McDonald. She got, she blessed vocally. So it's just cool to see, like, what my other son, he more into you know, Legos and, you know, right, right, other right. building robots and shit. He, I don't know. We going to figure out what he going to do in life. But my youngest, man. My hey, that's what he going to do. He, <laughs> you know what I mean? He'll be a techie. Yeah. He going to be a techie. But my youngest, it, it, it enlightens me to see how much, like, to go in his room and to see him watching one of my music videos. Just like, it's not fake. Oh, wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, right, I right. hear my song playing in his room. I'm like, what this boy doing? And he over there watching the music video and bobbing his head, eating his little fruit roll-up or something. Like, man, that shit. Oh, that's dope. Me. Yeah, that's, man, I've had so many of those moments. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm inspiring the right people. Because I didn't have my dad. Like, I didn't have my right. dad to look up to or to be like, oh, this is my dad and yada, yada, yada. But it's cool that I am that dad now. You know what I mean? But my kids that's look dope. up to me and shit like that. So, yeah, man, you know, it's. Of course, I want it to be successful. Of course, I hope it. you don't know, don't just fall on deaf ears and disappear. I hope it gets discovered. And, you know, some, I'm, I'm going to say lastly, so we can move on. Um, something Tyler, the creator, said on one of his posts he, or one of his interviews, he was like, man, you never know who is looking at your shit. Even right. if you ain't got 100,000 views with that, you never know who is peeping take, All it takes shit. is that one person. That one person to be like, yo, yeah. you got something. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's a wrap. It's always like that, man. Just keep on doing what you're doing. And again, it's quality work. You could talk all the shit you want because you could back it up because it's quality yeah. shit. You know what I mean? And exactly. I ain't nice to nobody about music, man. So I I'm nice that. to you about music. It's the man. nicest thing you ever said to me, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> you funny as fuck, man. You funny as fuck. <laughs> You know, I appreciate the support. You don't know my newest single out, man. I'm gonna be working that for the next couple of months. Shit, I'm gonna be working that forever. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like it's one of my best songs that I've dropped. You know, just from the lyrical content to the music, right. it's very musical. Um, if you're a musician, if you know, if you just like good vibes, like I think it's something that y'all should tune into, man. It's on sale. Just type in my name. On all platforms, J-O-E-E-B-I-L-L-I. It's like one name. It's not space. There's no space in between Joe Billy. Um, you know, I'm on all social media. And, you know, I'm working on tours. I got a lot more music in store that I'm going to release. 
Um, and I'm, honestly, I'm releasing my final album. It's called Stuck to the Plan. And, you know, it's just very fucking musical. And, like, I know a lot of people that are talented in music, but I don't feel like they're multiversed in multiple genres, like, you know, that I'm touching on this album, man. I got a gospel song I got that's on this album, man. I can't wait for y'all to hear it, man. It's coming soon. You know, I'm going to try to hurry up and drop another song just so I can keep dropping songs and just, you know, build up that catalog, that new catalog. But this album is coming, man, and I really think I got some smashes on it, man. I hope y'all can tune in with me. Joey Billy, what should our listeners do ASAP? Man, give me that follow. Uh, give me that follow on Spotify, Instagram, all that. Just type in my name, J-O-E-E-B-I-L-L-I. It's one name. That's no spaces. Joe Billy. I can't hold you down and help you stack your bread up When you with me, baby, you don't gotta worry Rest assured, I know what to do now I can do your better Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway Like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.